Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday. Welcome to another episode of Phillies Today. Today, your host on the microphone is Francisco Rojas. Um, yes, your Philadelphia Phillies. Let's start. Can we, let's just start with the positives. Or... Yeah, should we start with the positives? Look, they got their first series win of the season. Biggest thing here, they got their first uh, series win of the season. I'm happy uh, to be doing this episode. Uh, you know, and if you missed yesterday, giving you this information of just happy to have uh, the first uh, win or first series uh, win of the 2023 season. I think that's huge. Uh, for the Philadelphia Phillies, but I also think in the in in the same vein, I also think there there is a huge opportunity missed uh, coming off of the one in five start uh, to have swept uh, a bad Cincinnati Reds team. You know, Cincinnati Reds team uh, that maybe was hitting a, hitting pretty well to start the year, but they're not very good. They're not going to be very good this year at all. I'm in a bad NL Central division. They're not a very good team. Um, so great to get that series win. Happy about it. Uh, but at the same time, to not complete the sweep and for the bullpen uh, to lose that game for them, you know, like they did yesterday. We're going to get into it um, for this episode. So just a quick uh, layout for what today's show is going to entail. Um, we're going to do a quick game recap like we do to start every show, and then I'll get into uh, the key takeaways from yesterday's game um, and the key takeaways from uh, the series against Cincinnati, uh, just a few uh, overall. And then we'll get into some around-the-league talk, um, a, a team that uh, has started 9-0 and over there in the American League. That's the first time in almost 20 years. We're definitely going to get into that. Um, and then uh, I'll preview uh, you guys tonight's game uh, against the Miami Marlins to start that series. Um, and then we'll get into, uh, you know, the rest of the series uh, for tomorrow and Wednesday uh, to start off the, I guess, the you know, the, the third week of the season for the Phils or second. Doesn't matter. Uh, so the Phils uh, are going to start uh, the series tonight, 640. Um, against uh, the Miami Marlins. We'll have the pitching matchups and all that for you in just a bit. So just just going to recap the, the, you know, the game for you guys, just to start off with the key moments, as always. Um, bottom of the first, 
uh, Schwarber uh, is on first base. Nick Castellanos doubles. Kyle Schwarber scores from first. Uh, Castellanos is also out at home uh, after Dusty Wathen, who didn't have a great day um, at third base, um, being the third base coach, uh, you know, waves waves, uh, waves Schwarber home. Honestly, I didn't think that was a great idea. Schwarber's lucky the ball hit him. Uh, but Castellanos doubles, one nothing Phillies. Um, bottom of the second, Edmundo Sosa singles on a ground ball. Uh, it's deflected by Kevin Newman. Um, goes into left field. Bryson Stott scores to make it 2 nothing Phils. Top of the fourth, Tyler Stevenson singles. Uh, Cincinnati Reds, ty- Tyler Stevenson singles on a live drive, line drive to center. TJ Friedel scores. Um, Stevenson also ends up scoring to make it uh, a 2-2 two to two game there in the top of the fourth. Um, and then right to the bottom of the fourth, our boy Alec Bohm. My gosh, Alec Bohm has been on fire to start the year. My gosh. Uh, Alec Bohm, two-run home run um, uh, to put the fills up 4-2. to two. That was in the bottom of the fourth. Top of the fifth, uh, Connor Brogdon uh, comes in to replace Taiwan Walker, uh, where Walker went four and two-thirds, uh, allowing two earned, five walks, and five Ks. Better uh, than his New York performance, so I guess uh, progress is what it's all about. It's early in the season. Bottom of the fifth, uh, Fernando Cruz comes in to replace uh, red starting pitcher Connor Overton for Cincinnati. Um, and then flash forward, or excuse me, fast forward to the top of the eighth. Um, Reds' Jason Vossler doubles, um, and Will Myers scores, uh, and that makes it 4-3 to three Philadelphia. And then to the top of the ninth. Uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez comes in to replace Kev, uh, Craig Kimbrell. Kimbrell gave up uh, the one earned. Um, and bases loaded, and gives up, it wasn't even like that bad of a pitch. Uh, you know, it was down and in. It was a fastball down and in. Jake Fraley, uh, but takes it to right field for a bases clearing double. It was bases loaded, bases clearing double for Jake Fraley, um, and that would ultimately be, uh, you know, the game winning hit right there to make it six uh, four to Cincinnati. Bottom of the ninth, uh, Ian Jabot comes in to shut the door on the Phillies. And Cincinnati completed uh, the comeback there to win six to four. Um, pretty heartbreaking. Um, I guess this is the most heartbreaking loss of the season so far. I guess the season opener wasn't great, but it seemed like you know I felt like oh the Phils had this in hand you know heading into the late innings of the game, um, but they didn't, and they suffer their uh, I guess more of their first heartbreaking loss of the season. Hopefully there's not a lot of those to come, but look, it's Philadelphia, and we know how things go. Um, you know, the, the Phils, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a great way to, great way to, uh, to lose the game. Um, it kind of reminds me of the past three years where, look, the bullpen wasn't, uh, you know, two, three years ago. It was just awful, and that they were just constantly losing them games. Um, but there's still something about this team that I feel like, there's still that camaraderie. I know it was just one loss. We're not going to freak out over one loss, obviously. Um, but but still, it kind of just flashed me back to a couple of years ago when the bullpen was just constantly losing them games um, after you get decent outings from your starting pitchers. No, Tom Walker wasn't phenomenal yesterday. But look, Sir Anthony hasn't been great to start the year. And he really neither has Craig Kimbrell. I mean, really, it's been Jose Alvarado, Andrew Bellotti. Um, and we're going to get into the closure situation in just a second. Um, but let's, let's get to the key takeaways, right? Let's get to the key takeaways. I don't want to harp too much, uh, you know, on yesterday's game, uh, 
So, well, obviously we're gonna we're gonna get into the game right now, but um, Edmundo. The, the, so the first takeaway, um, definitely a positive. Uh, Edmundo Sosa and Alec Bone. Edmundo Sosa and Alec Bone. Sosa's got to be your third baseman right now. Like just the way things are, especially with Hoskins, Harper out, uh, Hull out as well. Um, you know, Rob Thompson mentioned having Cody Clemens at first base um, and possibly, you know, having platoon against uh, right-handed pitchers. But right now, Sosa's swinging the bat well. Um, until further notice, Sosa should be your third baseman. Alec Bohm should slide to first base. He is just mashing the baseball right now. Um, I mean, so far, I have just been completely wrong uh, about what he could possibly do this season. Again, it's early. We all know that. But Alec Bohm right now is just destroying the baseball. I mean, he had a missile yesterday. I mean, it was no doubter off the bat. Everyone in the park knew it. And, uh, I mean, Alec Bohm just has to be, uh, I think he's got to be your starting first baseman right now. And Sosa's got to be that starting third baseman, uh, you know, right now as well. I mean, that's what it's got to be. I think, I think you'd be doing yourself a disservice. No offense to Cody Clemens, um, but maybe Clemens right now can you know come on in a pinch hit role, uh, you know, against righties, and maybe um, you know, depending on if a guy needs a day off, like a Boom or a, a Sosa, or maybe someone out there in the outfield uh, like a Cave. Maybe maybe you can. Give them some uh, some starts in that bats in that way, but right now it, it's got to be Sosa and Boom, um, you know. And and do I feel amazing about that? No, but I think it's your best options, um, you know, heading into this Miami series, heading into the series again where you're going to go back to Cincinnati um, for a series there uh, against the Reds again. So Sosa and Boom, first takeaway: Sosa and Boom have to be uh, your starting first and third baseman right now I don't care about the whole the righty lefty situation they're you know they're that's the best option you have right now so that that should be uh, your starting first and third baseman right there and then like I just mentioned a couple of minutes ago the bullpen um I guess my biggest takeaway d- d- and I guess I'm telling myself this way uh, uh myself uh as well like don't don't overreact to, to, you know, one game. Look, even if Sir Anthony, yes, his ERA is literally like, literally like just under 16 right now, and Craig Kimbrell's isn't far from it. Let's not overreact too quick. I know we like to do it as Phillies fans. I get it. I, I, I get this is the type of thing that we like to do. We like to overreact. I do it all the time. Fans do it all the time. But right now, you've got to stick with – you've got to stick with – um trying to go to a Kimbrel or a Sir Anthony or a Soto um, to close out these games. I, I I know all three of those guys haven't been great, but I'm not, I don't, uh, just because Andrew Belay has been good or just because Jose Alvarado has been good. I think my, my biggest thing on Alvarado is he's got to be used in the highest leverage uh, situations possible for these games. Because you could say, well, oh, well, Alvarado should be the closer and maybe, you know, maybe, throw you know some other guys in sixth seventh eighth inning well how about this maybe Kimbrel Soto Sir Anthony come in in those innings and it's a four to two ball game but then it's a five to four ball game and then you don't even bring in Jose Alvarado because you don't feel like you need to use him um late in these games okay so 
I think the best thing to do is right now, Jose Alvarado, just he's your best, he's your best, uh, you know, relief pitcher right now. Bring him in in the highest leverage situations. I think he came in in the, what was it? Was it this? I'm trying to think of when it was. Was it the? Um, was it the seventh? It doesn't matter. I just want him in the highest leverage situations possible. I want him in. Um, you know, high, highest pressure because he he's feeling it. He hasn't allowed a run, and I don't even remember how how long. I mean, he's just uh, he's just striking out. It seems like every he just he, his confidence is all time high right now. I, I've seen it um, in a Philadelphia Phillies uniform. So Jose Alvarado, a hundred percent. Don't don't worry about him um, being the closer. Just worry about him coming in in the highest leverage possible situations. Okay. Sir Anthony wasn't bad last year. Like Sir Anthony was good when he was healthy. Um, keep giving him opportunities. Kimbrell obviously has a closer experience, um, and Soto same there. Um, so I think when it comes to uh, those four, Alvarado just keep giving him the high leverage situations and um, keep uh, you know seeing what you have with Sir Anthony Soto and Kimbrell. Um, so series takeaways, and uh, you know a few of these can be applied to yesterday's game. Um. And a few of those, honestly, of the ones that I mentioned about the takeaways from yesterday's game, like they can be applied to the series as well. But these all, obviously, these all blend into can blend into an, to one another. So series takeaways, like I had teased in the in the open. Again, early in the season, but you know I'm tired of saying that because we all know it's early in the season. I'm tired of doing that. You know what? Screw it. Okay. It was a big opportunity missed there to to get the sweep yesterday and to feel good coming off of a sweep heading heading into Miami. Look, uh, a 4 and 5 record looks a lot better than a 3 and 6 record. Okay, it looks much 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 better uh than you know, a 3 and 6 record. 4 and 5 just just that record in general, you're just feeling a lot better about yourself, okay? So I think I think the way they lost, I think the opportunity where I was going into it in the, you know, in the into the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings, and I was saying to myself, man, this is gonna feel so good to get a sweep against a bad team. Um, you know, you don't have Reese Hoskins, you don't have, you know, Bryce Harper for the next couple of months at least. Um, you're missing Derek Hall for again the next couple of months at least. Uh Ranger Suarez as well, you know, for the next couple of weeks to a month. I'm thinking, man, you got to get your wins where you can get them. Look, every game, okay, obviously the games in April and May don't feel like they uh, mean much as games in August and September. I totally understand that. I, I totally get that. I I get it. But at the end, of, at the same time, considering the circumstances who you're missing right now, I think it's so important to get every win that you possibly can if you're Rob Thompson and the Philadelphia Phillies right now. And I think losing that game yesterday, you know, just to kind of have a spark plug to start the season, good to feel – it's it's great to feel good about winning uh, the series. But, man, just to get that sweep, it would have just been awesome. Would have been awesome just considering who they're missing right now. I understand the Phillies were so good without Bryce Harper last year, but you're not going to count that every single time. Like, you, you want your – you want to have your great players. You know what I mean? I'm sure – 
yes, the Braves won the World Series. I guess different circumstances, different type of thing. But the Braves would rather have Ronald Acuna Jr. Like, let's be real. The year they won the World Series, even though they did. But um, so that was my first takeaway. I think it was a big opportunity missed to sweep the Reds while you're missing all these pieces, even though it's um, just April. And then the second takeaway we got, I mean, I don't know if people are talking about it enough. Like Bryson Stott has been unbelievable to start the year. Obviously, he's not going to sustain over, a, what was it, a, four, a 429 at batting average. Uh, he's a 429, 444, 514 slash line, and 958 OPS. And his whiff percentage is in the 98th percentile. That is top 10. Uh, or I think it's 7th in Major League Baseball right now, according to StatCast. I mean, Bryson Stott has just been unbelievable. Um, I'm just going to enjoy the ride with Bryson Stott so far. Um, and hope maybe maybe he can prove us all wrong. Maybe he can he can he can really be, you know, a great hitter. And that would be oh that would be huge to the Philly step. My gosh, that would be huge. It would be so huge, uh, for Bryson Stott just to, to, you know, if he if he if he were to become a great hitter because we all know he's a solid defender. Um, we all talk about his at bats he takes blah blah blah. But oh my God, it would be huge if he if he could, you know, uh, be key bat for this team especially you know with the injuries you're you're missing right now so Bryson Stott definitely a big one those are my takeaways from the series and from yesterday's game just a few things uh to talk about around the league uh quickly before we get to a preview on the next game and then the rest of the series for the Philadelphia Phillies the Rays are 9-0 and what the heck the Tampa Bay Rays are 9-0 and they won 11 nothing against yesterday against Oakland they've been winning every game it seems like by at least four runs I think um, and that matches the 03 Kansas City Royals for the longest winning streak to start a season in the MLB's wild card era. So it's insane. The Rays, are they this good? Who knows? But this is it's it's baseball. It's awesome to see this type of stuff. Um, baseball's always always weird and quirky. It's great. Um, and another last tidbit there. The last one that was longer than the Rays one so far. Brewers 13-game winning streak in 1987. So, obviously, we're going to monitor every single game uh, that the Tampa Bay Rays play because we want to see history. We always want to see history. Also, O'Neill Cruz fractured his ankle yesterday, uh, crashing into or sliding into Sebi Zavala at home, and then a benches-clearing uh, brawl ensued. Um, look, I love drama. Don't want to, don't love to see that happen, but also, who doesn't love some drama? But um, hopefully, O'Neill Cruz is okay. O'Neill Cruz, obviously, um, one of the more – uh, exciting young talents in baseball, so hopefully he's okay. Padres take three of four from the Atlanta Braves. Um, you know, obviously rating, uh, relating to um, some NL East news there. So the uh, Padres take three of four. Um, Padres, it's going to be pretty interesting to see what happens once Fernando Tatis Jr. comes back. Atlanta's still six and four um, atop of the NL East right now. And then last one, Jordan Walker. My gosh, isn't even 21 yet. Um, the Cardinals' uh, young outfielder, nine-game hit streak to start his career. It's only like him, Ted Williams, and Eddie Murphy. Not that Eddie Murphy, but Eddie Murphy from like 1912. Uh, so Jordan Walker, nine-game hit streak to start his career. Only him and two other players have done that. It's insane. So before we take you out of here, let's preview the next game. Tonight against the Miami Marlins. The Marlins are 4-6. and six. Uh, coming into the series, and they just lost two of three to the Mets, um, but they are coming off a seven to two win against those Metropolitans. Boy, a couple of guys to, to a couple of things to to watch here. 
you know, tonight, obviously, they're going to face Sandy Alcantara. Sandy Alcantara is coming off his 100-pitch complete game shutout performance against the Minnesota Twins. That guy is just disgusting. Coming off his Cy Young year last year, um, he's looking to do the same thing this year. Um, and just to some context, three, uh, yeah, the Phils got to him a little bit last year, but still over his career, man. Like, uh, ERA just over three, 100, 103 innings pitch and 16 starts against the Phils. He's, uh, he's been really good against the Phils so far in his career. Matt Strom will be ma- will be taking the uh, mound tonight for the Phils, coming off his four-inning no-earned run performance against the Yankees, um, where he pitched pretty solid. Um, so we'll look to see more of the same. Um, he won't be facing as good of a lineup, too, uh, in, in Miami. So, you know, but guys to look out for, man. Luis Arias is mashing. Luis Arias is looking like the, the batting champ that was with Minnesota last year. Um, coming over in the trade from the Twins. And um, also Garrett Cooper. Garrett Cooper has been has been very good for the Marlins. Um, we'll see how long he's, he can sustain that. Um, but just, just a few guys to watch. Um, obviously, Jazz Chisholm Jr., always an exciting player to watch, but exciting. Um, he's definitely a player to watch if you're Rob Thompson in the Philadelphia Phillies and Matt Strom if you're on the mound. Um, so that's tonight's game, Sandy Alcantara versus Matt Strom. Man, just just try to get a few, just try to get a few runs off Sandy. Get him out of the game at some point. Don't let him get get you know. Don't let him get into the eighth, you know, because the, the guy is a monster. The guy is different. He's from a different era. He's from an era of twenty, thirty years ago. Six complete games last year. Looking to do more this year and win another Cy Young. Um, so the rest of the series tomorrow, um, Phils will face Jesus Lazardo, who's been really good. Aaron Nola coming off his outing against the Yankees where he threw six innings, three earned, five strikeouts, and one walk. So hopefully Nola is going to continue to progress and get used to this pitch clock because he has to. Um, so Nola versus Jesus Lazardo um, later tonight at 640. Or excuse me, tomorrow. Tomorrow at um, – what time is it at tomorrow? It's 640 again. So 640 uh, tonight and then 640 tomorrow where you'll have – uh, Jesus Lazardo and Naranola face off against each other. So it should be an exciting pitching matchup as well. Lazardo was good last year um, when he was healthy, made 18 starts. I think he had an ERA just above uh, three. So it should be, and he's been really good so far this year, um, coming off his seven inning, uh, 10 strikeout performance, where he only gave up one earned against Minnesota last time out. And then Wednesday, we'll have Edward Cabrera and Zach Wheeler. Cabrera. Hopefully the Phillies can continue to, uh, you know, beat this guy up because Cabrera was not good last time he pitched against the Mets where he only was able to go two and a third and um, threw 85 pitches and threw seven walks in just a couple of innings. So Phillies are looking to capitalize on Edward Cabrera coming off a bad outing. Then Zach Wheeler, again, just like Aaron Nola, looking to progress more and more off each outing. Doesn't like the pitch clock, but oh well, got to get used to it. Um, went five and a third against Cincinnati, allowing two earned, three walks, and five strikeouts. Um, so we will uh, – I'm interested in this series. Hopefully the Phillies, again, get can get two of three against the Marlins team, who is right now in the standings, uh, just a game above them, four and six. Phillies are three and six. So we're looking forward to that. Um, so that's going to do it for me for today. Look out for uh, – I will be back with you guys later this week, I believe on Wednesday. Um, also look out for the episodes from Tucker and Tucker Bagley and Dan Wilson. Um, so hopefully Phyllis can get some 
can uh, get some wins this week, get back on track, continue to feed off of the Red Series where they won two of three. So that's going to do it for, for me today. Talk to you guys next time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.